Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hi there, and welcome to today's crazy episode of Your Ultimate Life 674. I titled it Cleaning Your Lenses. Now, I hope you're watching the video, and if you're not, imagine a room standing on its head. So right here behind me, I have a picture of a room, and it's upside down. And I saw that when I picked this background, and I left it there on purpose. Because today's episode is cleaning your lenses. Yesterday, we talked about opportunities everywhere and serving with divine gifts and how to find them and how to make business and create cash and have joy and fun. Because remember, this podcast is about how to live your ultimate life. And I'm going to do this slowly. Every once in a while, I go through that definition. Living your ultimate life, for me, is having a life of purpose prosperity and joy that I create by serving with my divine gifts. My purpose this year is to reach 10 million people, to help them to discover and then develop and then serve with their divine gifts and, where appropriate or desired, making money, creating a business, being an entrepreneur with that service. That might include products. It might include businesses. It might include coaching. It might include drop shipping frog legs. I don't know. But it is the choice of how you serve. And without fail, when I talk to people that are in businesses that they do just to make money, there's burnout, there's fatigue, there's, oh, why am I doing this? There's drama about the ups and downs. And uh, when you serve in a passion business, there is that also, but you have a continual fire that isn't money. I got to make some money. You have a fire of purpose behind you. So life of purpose is a big deal. The life of prosperity, which is the second thing, is money and its relationships and it's your health and everything else. So one of the common things about entrepreneurship is burnout and time. Not necessary. There is time enough to do all you need to do. Using a machete to cut down things you don't need to be cluttering your calendar with is key. My friend and a coach I've been with a long time in Masterminds is Steve Chandler, wrote a book called Time Warrior, which I love, and it talks about your biggest friend is cutting stuff out. I have a course that I created called Creating Time for Joy and Prosperity. Like, we all have all the time there is, right? But often our life feels like this room here behind me that's upside down and confusing. And the reason I left this upside down picture, like I said, is this episode is cleaning your lenses because so much of how you or me feel about our life day to day, minute to minute, hour to hour has to do with the lenses I'm wearing. If I'm wearing the lenses of struggle, of difficulty, of strife, of problems, of externalities crammed down my throat I didn't ask for, don't want, can't understand, uh, then of course... I'm living a life that feels oppressive and heavy and sad. 
If, on the other hand, I live a life of adventure where my room's upside down, but I can fix it, or I choose to see the pony in the pile of horse poop, or I choose to learn from every lesson, I have a statement in my PTAC that says, I am open to the growth provided by every experience, even the hard ones, even the grumpy ones, even the sad ones. Another funny thing happened yesterday. Microwave broke. Now, we live in a house that we've now rented for a couple of years, and we picked this one because it was really big and had a lot of room for Joy's mom to be with us and have some separate area in the house. And it's got some very, very high-end appliances. I think that the uh, the fridge, we looked it up, is a $20,000 fridge. I didn't even know they made fridges like that. Anyway, $20,000. It was built with very, very, very high-end appliances. And you know what? The microwave has failed twice in the two years we've been here. And I don't even, I can't remember, five, 6000 to replace it. So the other time was just yesterday. And that's a problem because, like you, I use my microwave five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, fifteen hundred thousand times a day. So what is my lens? My lens is what an opportunity. Oh, and guess what? We had another one in the garage, like we all do, kind of spares, like spare tires almost. So it's all no big deal. Move one around, we're good. Cleaning your lenses, I have found, is a key to ultimate life. And I think lenses, I use that because, you know what, I wear contacts. I don't wear just contact lenses. I wear these great big ones. And again, if you're watching the video and you can see my eye here, I'm holding it open. My lenses go clear out to the whites of the eye. That's called the sclera, which I didn't know till I got these. And they're called scleral lenses. And the reason they are do, have that is because they're uh, high and arched. And you put them in with a lot of fluid underneath, so the fluid actually forms part of the lens. And that's for people who have busted eyeballs like I do. My corneas are mush. I have a condition called keratoconus. So I have to wear these gigantic lenses so that I can have a decent seeing experience. But you know what? I view that as beautiful. And you know what it means? It means I have to keep my lenses clean because if I let them get a little proteiny or anything like that, then guess what? I can't see. And of course, the analogy to how you look at life and interpret your experience is pretty obvious. If my lenses get dirty and I just don't go clean them, then everything looks fuzzy and I can't see things and it's frustrating and on and on and on, as you would expect, it's like looking with Vaseline on your glasses through things, right? And I tried years ago to go back to glasses, and I can't because one of the conditions of keratoconus is because your corneas are mush, they don't hold shape. And so with glasses, you see double. Anyway, here's the questions for you today. Where are you looking, right? Are things well, better when you're tuned up? Do you know the difference between being, being or having enough or fully stuffed, right? And... I always want to end or at least include a spiritual note because as I live longer and longer, the spiritual aspects are the most important. And I didn't used to think that. That's a thing I've had to learn over the years because I used to think physical aspects were the most important and they're not. And my picture's moving around. Ah, I did that. Anyway, so let's talk about these things one at a time. Where are you looking? Are you looking for opportunity or are you looking at problems? I found that that simple question is the great starting point for having a fabulous life. Am I looking for problems 
what's wrong with this picture, or am I looking at opportunities? Now, I'm in internet marketing, right? I have a presence online. I do stuff on social media, LinkedIn and YouTube, Facebook, et cetera, as you may also, if you have a business. And so when you look at metrics, you look also at what's right and what's not working. There's a difference between looking at what's working and not working and what's right and what's wrong. The word wrong and right carry baggage. It carries judgment. So clean your lenses. Change the language, working, not working. And you know what? With metrics on Google Analytics and video views and everything, that's easy to understand. How about in your relationships? How about the language between you and your partner? This is working well. This is not working well. What shall we do? That's different than you suck. It's your turn. You didn't do whatever. Whether you're thinking it or saying it, that kind of approach is not helpful. So where are you looking and what are you looking at? I invite you to consider that as you create your life of purpose, prosperity, and joy. Because prosperity is relationships, your relationship to God, your partner, if you have one, your kids, your business, your clients, your cash, your bank account, your calendar. All those relationships can be full of abundance and prosperity, or they can be oppressive and scary. And guess what? It's your choice every time, every day. Now, are things okay with you or not? And what can you do? Well, I've talked about this other times, and today it's just a summary. And if you want to know, go back and listen to the episodes on morning ritual. I have found over years of experimentation that when I, with complete discipline and diligence, do a morning ritual that I design and that I change every time I want so it's not imposed on me, I have better days. I use the acronym SPEM, spiritual, physical, emotional, mental, and I go through a ritual that sometimes is two or three hours getting myself tuned up and in shape for the day. Why? Because it makes me happier, more productive. I see better opportunities. I serve my clients better and I make more money and I have more fun. So tune yourself up so that your lenses are clear. The next thing I want to talk about is the concept of enough versus fully stuffed, right? Sometimes when we sit down to a meal, we we eat and then we eat and we eat and it tastes good and we know we're going to be full later. I remember at Thanksgiving as a kid, for some reason, you know, who could eat the most and be the most stuffed was a badge of honor. Kind of silly. And after you do that, you lay on the couch. And we used to wait an hour and then go out in the street. For some reason, Thanksgiving Day was always the day to play football, I guess because it was football season. And we did on other days, too. We played on the street between telephone poles. Those are the, you know, the, the goalposts to telephone poles. But anyway... That was something we did to wear the food off. But enough of the fully stuffed and old Thanksgivings. There's a proverb that I studied in a book of Kung Fu meditations. And one of them said, he who knows that enough is enough will always have enough. Now, you can interpret that as saying, well, be satisfied with a scarce amount. And I don't mean that at all. He who knows or she who knows that enough is enough. We'll always have enough. There's some brilliant wisdom in that, and that is layered. Yes, it's obvious on the surface, 
But if you consider it for for money, for relationships, for your own spirituality, enough is enough because we have an infection. And it's part of the Western culture. More is better. Well, it isn't. Like stuffing yourself for Thanksgiving. More is just more sometimes. So consider fully what enough is for you. And if you have more than enough, share. This has been brought hard to our minds because of this Ukrainian refugee situation. And so we have created boxes and boxes of household items and dishes and clothing and anything that we can give away, shoes, and that we have more than enough. And when we look through our stuff, it's like, you know what? We don't need this. I haven't worn this for this long. You know, there is opportunity here to give and serve. So enough really is enough. And getting over the disease of more is better has been liberating, cleansing, and an opportunity to be of service to something that is really needed. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is the spiritual part of life. I died three years, four years ago now, in June, so next month. It will be my four-year anniversary of my heart stopping and me dying in the ICU at the University of Alberta. That experience cleaned my lenses permanently. But I have to remember it. One of the ways I remember it is I wrote the book, Meeting God at the Door, Conversations, Choices, and Commitments of a Near-Death Experience. I had a conversation in which God invited me to choose Do you want to come home? I elected to stay because I had more work to do. What I can tell you is after, and then there were two more conversations, and the second one was really long and spawned an entirely separate book called The Book of Context. But it made very clear to me that our choice to love and serve each other is part of our nature and part of our assignment. It also made clear to me that when our lenses are dirty because we allow past experience to color our view of the future or our stories to limit our opportunities or what we believe is possible, we're living far below our privileges. Clean your lenses. Look up to developing and nurturing your spiritual relationship. God is not stingy, willing to give you anything you need for help. The purpose of this life, at least as far as I can tell, is to work, develop, struggle, grow, not to cruise. There's no autopilot. There's no easy street. But purpose is available if you choose it, you declare it, and you live it. Prosperity is available at the deepest level, the soul level of happiness, joy, effervescent excitement every day. Today, this morning at 3.10, I woke up. I usually don't get up till five something, but today I woke up at three in the morning and I thought, I need to go back to sleep. I thought, I just, I'm up and I'm excited. So I got up and I've done a lot of stuff this morning and I might take a nap later. But my excitement about every day is like that. And so joy is the final thing. And I had a chance to interview somebody uh, yesterday or the day before and ask him if he was happy. And he said, ooh, I live in joy. And we talked about the depth of the difference about happy being here and joy being this bigger bowl. And he had every reason to be joyful. 
His marriage was long and his kids were grown up and happy and successful and he was doing good. And so he had every reason to do that. You here now can have the ultimate life of purpose, prosperity, and joy. It's yours to create. It's yours to have. And if things look foggy, clean your lenses and get on with creating your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your